Okay, good morning. Let's get started on the review of yesterday's daf. Yesterday is daf Kuf Lamed Ches. Today is Kuf Lamed Ches. And what did we learn yesterday? So we started at the bottom of the page on daf Kuf Lamed Zayin Amid Beis, the sheet of the Chachamim in the Mishnah. And the question was raised, what if the person, the Chum said that you're not allowed to be Tola the Mishameris, you're not allowed to hang up the the Mishameris, which is the strainer that they use to strain. And the question the Gemara wanted to know, what is the Chiyuv, what happens if you do you do that? What's, what's, the, what, what's the repercussions? Or if Yosef said, Tala is going to be Chayv Achatas. So comes along Abaye and he says, that, what do you mean? You hang a, a cup up on a, on a hook, you tell me that's also going to be Chayv, how could that be? So it must be that it's not really a chiyuv chatas because you're really not doing anything that warrants a chiyuv chatas. So what it is that what it is that you're chayiv for? It's midrabanan because you can't do things the way you do them during the week. It's a what we call an uvda dechol, a weekly type of a weekday type of activity. So we saw Abai actually made a collection of the various halachos. And he put them in different groupings. So the first grouping is the good, the mishameres, the kila, the kisa galin. And he says all of those, they're all asr only midarbanan. They're lo yasev im asr. And they are. Rashi says a good is a type of a leather from an animal that's sewed together, it has a very wide mouth, and it has hooks on it or a way to hang it up. And the people who fill it up with wine or milk, and then they wherever they 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 spending the night, they basically hang it up in the uh, in the air, and it's spread out in such a way um, that uh, it it holds it closed, but uh, the wind blows on it and it keeps everything very cool, and uh, this way it keeps it fresh, and that's uh, the good the kila. Is what you sleep on is uh, basically what you sleep on. Uh, it's the it's a, basically that's a canopy from from a bed, and the kizagalian is a type of uh, basically it's a it's a it, it it's a completely take apart type of chair that you you know pull it out and you know and you have to put the legs in. Anyway, the idea is all of those. Is like Asr Midrabanan and not Achiv Torah. And then we talked about the permanent tent, like a regular a real tent. And we said a real tent, that's not not only is it you can't do that, but if you do it, it's Achiv Chatas, because that's Mamish, um, you know, pitching a tent, that's for sure Asr. And uh, a bed, a chair, a bed, you know, uh, all the basket, all those other containers that you, that you, Put down to sit on or something like that. That's mutter to set up on Shabbos, like a folding chair or a bed that, like a Murphy bed that just you know it's it sits up against the wall and then you pull it down and then it's a bed. So that's not really doing anything and therefore that's going to be mutter even lechatchila to do on Shabbos. Okay, next halacha we talked about is being giving, um, putting this the the wine sediment onto the Mishameres on Shabbos, and we said that that is not allowed. What if you do? What's the Chiv? So Rav Kana says, Yechai Vachatas. So Rav Shesha says, How could it be? 
Rebeliezer, uh, the Chachamim and Rebeliezer are basically on opposite extreme, on opposite extremes. The Chachamim are saying it's so usher that it's even a Chiv Chatas. Rebeliezer is saying it's Mutter Lechatchila. It said the disparity is so great. So Rav Yosef says, well, you don't think we find such people on opposite extremes? We do, but the halacha of the Ir Shalzav, right? The golden uh, headdress that the women wear. So Rameir says that if you walk around with that on Shabbos, you're chayv because it's a masu, it's a load. And Rabbi Yezer says it's mutter lechatchila. So, um, um, and, uh, uh, so the Gemara says, wait a second. The Brisa says that the woman is not allowed to go out with the Ir Shalzav. If she does, it's chayv according to Rameir. Chavim say, it's only Asim because it is uh, uh, basically it's uh, it's it's an adornment, so it's not really carrying. But she might take it off to show people, and that's like it could lead to carrying. So it's exera. And Rabbi Ezra says, no, the fancy ladies who wear it don't take it off to show anybody. So uh, they just wear it. So they're not. It's beneath their dignity to start taking it down. Anyway, the bottom line is. Um, that is so. Bai says this is not Rebbeliezer arguing on Rameir. Rameir says one opinion. The Chabbos in the middle, and Rebbeliezer says more to the lenient than the Chachamim. But he's going off the Chachamim. He's not on opposite extremes. Anyway, what is the Iser exactly? What's the Chiyuv Chatas? Uh, uh, basically, by the case of she being Shimer. Okay, putting the sediment there. So Raba says that it's Bura. And Rabzira says that it's Merakid. What's the so Rab so Rabba says it makes sense that it's that it's borer, because borer is the is the separate the food from the, you know from the psolas, and that's what you're doing here. You're getting the wine, which is the food from the from the sediment. So uh, it's really the same thing. Uh, Rabzira says, but it's more similar to Merakid because the way Merakid works is the the what's what's on top is the psolas. And what goes through is the is the what's down, what's below is the ochel, and that's the style over here. Also, the top is the is the sediment, and what goes down is the is the ochel. So it's more similar to marakid. Anyway, bottom line is that's why they each have their way of looking at it. So Rami Bar uh learned that if you have a talis that you're spreading out over the pegs, that you're not allowed to do that. And if you do, it's aser midrabbanu. If, however, Rabbi Barcheska says there's a string already, and it's already partially on the, you know, it's lying on the string, and now I just want to spread it out further, um, meaning there's, there's like ropes between the pegs, and it's on partially, and then I'm just spreading it out to cover more area, that's permissible, that's basically um, a scenario of, uh, of being mosef al Adding on to a temporary covering, uh, and that is permissible according to the Chachamim. So that's the story. So Rav Kahana asked Rav, uh, "What's Allah of Akila?" So he says, that, "What do you mean? Even a bed is also forget about Akila, the canopy." So he said, um, "And uh, what, what's Allah of a, a, a bed?" So what do you mean? Even Akila's mother. And then he says, "What about Akila and Amita?" So he says, oh, Kila's also in the Mita's mutter. So the, it's not, he, he's tricking him, but really there's, all, there's three scenarios. The case of the bed that's prohibited um, is a case where it's the bed that actually you have to like put, you know, the legs in. You know, it's like uh, you have to, uh, the legs are actually completely removed and you actually have to fix the, the legs in each time. 
So that's like a put together type of bed. So it's like Asur Midarabana because it looks like a, so maybe an Uvda Dechol, it looks like you're building. Um, then uh, the case of the Kila that's Mutter is like Rami Barcheskel where it's already partially spread out, there's a string in between, and that's the scenario where it would actually be allowed. And then when is the Kila Asur and the bed Mutter? That's like our type of beds and our type of Kilas where there's no strings in between the posts. So that's not allowed to be set up like that, the canopy. And the bed is a case of a bed that's lying against the wall, and then you just have to put it down, and that is what's going to be allowed. All right. Rav Yosef says that I saw the kilim in the house of Rafuna, which was um, in the day, in the nighttime, it was set up as beds, and in the daytime, it was not. It was like down on the ground. So it sounds like clearly that you're able to take it apart, put it back together, those types of kilas. Okay. Next we saw is Rav in the name of Chia, and he said important qualifier. That which we said that an oil is a problem, <clears throat> it's not a problem when it's curtains. Um, you can put them up and take them down um, because ohel is only when it's over you, not on top, not when it's on the, on the sides. Next we talked about is uh, Shmuel in the name of Chia, about the Kiras Kasanim which is a, the groom's kila, which is different, that you're allowed to put up even on Shabbos and take down even on Shabbos. And the idea is the kila's chasanam is different because it's not on four posts. It's only two posts with the string in between and it hangs over it. And you're allowed to set that up on Shabbos and Rav Shesha's brother Ravidi put a lot of qualifiers. Number one, the roof, the top of it can't be a tefach wide because that would be like a roof. Um, even if it's not a tefach wide on top, it can't reach a tefach wide at, uh, uh, up when it's within three tefachim from the top. So it has to be very narrow in the beginning. And not only that, but the third condition is, is that it, the, the maximum width is only two tefachim. A tefach going out to one side from the middle and then going out to the other side from the middle. That if it goes more than a tefach, then that itself would be, prob- would be a problem. And also... If from the bed it hangs over a tefach, then it's also going to be a problem because now the area underneath is like you're, you're creating um, the area under the bed as an OL. Anyway, and that's uh, going to be basically all... Uh, that's uh, Once all the conditions are met, then it be, would be allowed. Okay. Next we saw is Rav Shesha's Breed Rav Yidi, who talked about the hat. He said a hat is allowed. And then uh, we saw another source that says the hat's not allowed. So, um, so the question is, what's the difference? So first we said it's a question of how wide is the brim? Is the brim a tefach wide or is it not a tefach wide? If it's a tefach wide, then it's a problem because it's like an ohel. So, um, and there are people who actually go into the hat stores and uh, they come with a measuring uh, you know, tape to make sure that the that it's less than a tafakh at the brim, but um, it seems from the right, so that's one idea. Uh, so the Gemara says, but if that's the case, then why by a, a talis, if you wear the talis over your head and you hang it far out, it may be sticking out a, 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 tal, a tafakh, you're telling me that too is a problem? So you could be high for that? So the Gemara says, no, the real issue is, is whether it's, it's tight on your head or, not, or loose on your head, and is it a question of whether it's going to blow off and you may come to carry the hat on Shabbos. And that's the question. And that's why it's Asr Mutter. 
Next we saw is Rabbi Baruch said to Rav Huna, can you please tell me those great things they used to say over in the name of Rav? Two halachas from Shabbos and one regarding the Torah. So he says, happy, sure. So first thing he talked about is the good. The good, as we saw in Amin Aleph, is this uh, uh, basically a canteen made out of leather that uh, has a way of like, sort of like, it's insulated in a way that it keeps things cool on it because it it hangs up and it blows in the cool uh, nighttime wind and that's how it stays fresh. Anyway, so that good that, uh, that that's being set up, you're allowed to set it up on Shabbos and Rav puts a qualifier on that. That's only if it's being set up with two people. One person hangs one end on one stick, the other end on the other stick, that's when it's okay. But if it's one person who has to tie, tie it on one and then pull it and tight and then tie it on the other, that would be prohibited. Um, Abai says, um, uh, not only that, but Akila, even if it's done with 10 people, which, you know, the more people we said it's more lenient, that's also going to be prohibited because it, by definition, it's going to be pulling tightly um, somewhere. Um, next we talked about is the second halacha, which is Akira, that where one of the legs falls out. So we said you're allowed to move the leg, but if two fall out, then you're not. And Rav says, even one is prohibited because the concern is that if I stick it back in, I might stick it in really well so it doesn't slip out from under the oven. You know, the leg of the oven fell out. I'm going to click it in in such a way that's tight and that would be a problem of of a xera that it looks like you're building. Next thing, like a makabe patish type of thing. Now, next thing we said, what's the Torah law that he wanted that he's sharing? So Rav says an interesting law, an interesting idea in Torah, which is that the Torah will eventually be forgotten from Klal Yisrael. And it's a pasuk, it says, unclear what that means, but when it says, so we know that it's related to Torah, and basically that we're going to be hit in our lack of Torah knowledge. So that took us to an interesting conversation from the generation earlier. The rabbis of Kerem B'Yavne, as we know that the rabbis of Kerem B'Yavne were the great Tanoim, and all the rabbis were gathered there, the great scholars were gathered there. And when the rabbis got there, so uh, they used to learn together there. So they said, basically most of the rabbis all said, that I see the Torah, the Torah is going to eventually be forgotten from Klal Yisrael, and quotes a Pasuk, that there's going to be in the time of the right, right before Mashiach, there's going to be a raw baruch. There's going to be a famine in the land. The famine is not going to be for bread or for water, but it's only lishmos de Hashem. Everyone's hungry and thirsty to try and hear the word of God, and uh, they're going to seek it out, and they're not going to be able to find it. They're going all the way to the east, to, you know, to, to the to, to the to the north, and uh, to find the word of God, and they're not going to find it. What is devar Hashem? So, three ideas. Either it's halacha, or it's the case. When is the final redemption going to be? Or it's the prophecy, the nevuah. And what does it mean? Yishotetu levakesh to Hashem, they're seeking it out. So a woman's going to come to the base medrash with a loaf of bread of truma. She's going to ask in the base knesses in the base medrash, no, is this tamay or not? And uh, everyone's going to be like, I have no idea. You know, why don't you, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure, okay? Uh, no clarity. So the Gemara says, how can nobody know 
<laughs> whether it's Tamei Atar. Of course, it's a Pasuk in the Torah. Mikola Ochel Ochel. Pasuk says that somebody's going to know the Pasuk. Um, so the Gemara says, no, it's more complex. We want to know if it's a Rishon or if it's a Sheni. That's what nobody will know. So the Gemara says, that's also it's a straight up Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if you find a dead rat in the oven, so the bread that's in the oven is a Sheni because the oven becomes a Rishon and it, it gets, uh, it, it, it became in contact with the Rishon, so it becomes a Sheni. So the Gemara says, yeah, but maybe we should uh, consider it like Ravada Barava said to Rava, it should be considered like a like a, uh, like it's filled with tuma, um, because it's even metami in the airspace from the from the rat. So uh, and therefore, the, in that case, the bread should be considered like it's in contact with the rat, and it should be considered uh, rishon. So the Gemara says, no, it's a, um, because uh, we don't say that it's filled with tuma. Bryce says that you might think all kalim are tami ba'avir klicheres. It's not even true. If another keli is in the airspace of a klicheres, it doesn't become tame, even if it's not a klicheres on the inside, if, even if it's a, a metal keli, it's not going to be uh, a tame at all. And the reason why is because only it's only able to be metame ochlin in the airspace of a klicheres, and not kalim can't be metame kalim, because a keli can't be uh, a sheni. So you see very clearly that you don't look at it as being filled with tumah. And that is, um, and that was that. Now, that was what the Chacham said. This is something that the people won't know. They won't know the answer. They won't understand the Toma. Comes along from Shimrei Chai, says Chas Vashon to say something like that, that Torah will be forgotten from Yisrael, because it says in the Pazakilosishachachachmipizaro. So, what does it mean? They're going to seek out Tvar Hashem, they won't find it. They won't find Halacha Bruro, Mishnah Bruro, Bimakam Echad. Which means to understand the halacha clearly with the reasoning behind it, where there's no dispute, that's what's missing. Everybody's going to have another opinion. It's like, oh yeah, but maybe this is different, maybe that's different. And it's that kind of clarity that they're seeking out that they won't have. But Torah they definitely will have. And that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll just...